Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Hey, wrestling fans, this is Gary Michael Capetta, and you're listening to the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast with the Enforcer and the Stallion. It's the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast with the Enforcer. I believe they're called Enforcers, Gordon. I sell women's shoes. And the Stallion. Stallion, baby! I am not what you would call a handsome man. I'll kick you in the nuts and you'll smile at me and like it. All night! Hello and welcome to another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. We are your host, he's the Stallion, I'm the Enforcer, and we're back with our second show this week, and we are joined by a very special guest taking time out of a very busy schedule. Alexia Nicole, please, thank you so much for coming to the show, and we appreciate your time. No problem. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. Uh, you've been incredibly busy as of late, so I'm sure you have uh, a lot going on. I mean, we have Impact Wrestling, Progress, all that fun stuff. But before we get there, and I saw you had a recent match with Evil Uno, which I can only imagine was uh, very taxing, to say the least. So, um, listen, before we get there, I want to talk a little about uh, how you started. I, judging by Cage Match, um, it says your first match was in 2013 against Angelina Love. Is that true? That's true. Uh, it was a mixed tag. So it was me mixed and, tag. yeah, so it was her and uh, actually one of my trainers, Marcus Marquez, against me and Cody 45. But, yeah, that was still my first match. So, uh, What's the pressure like when your first match is against, like, an established, legit, like, Hall of Fame talent like Angelina Love? And how does that come about? Oh, it was huge. So Angelina Love also, she, um, she trained at the same school I did. So, like, my head trainer, Rob Fuego, trained her. Um, so there was a lot of pressure on me to show that I could handle being in the ring with her at all and just to, like sure. not mess up and like not embarrass myself in front of her and not embarrass <laughs> Rob at the same time, right. um, especially because I was the, the youngest girl he had ever trained. I was 15 when I started training and I think I was 17 when I had that match. So there was a lot of pressure and there was also like, there was at a big, uh, Canada day, uh, like outdoor party thing. And there was, it was in the thousands of how many people were there and like sitting Whoa. in the bleachers watching. So there was a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah. Most people's first match is at like Knights of Columbus in front of 25, 30 people. So that is incredibly taxing. Did you, now, did you grow up an athlete? So were you kind of used to that pressure? 
Uh, I grew up an athlete, but I never really, like, competed in front of people. Like, I did swimming for a while, but never, like, competitive. I did gymnastics for, like, a year, but not competitive. I did karate for a while. I can't even tell you how many years. I just, I remember I did it for a long time. But um, you don't really, I never competed. So I was used to okay, being, so- like, the work on, like, the, uh, the tiredness <laughs> of being an athlete, but never the pressure of being in front of people and actually competing for something. Sure. And thousands of people. I mean, I hate when I have to be in front of work in front of like 15 people. So I can't imagine like a thousand people at that <laughs> age. So that's, I mean, that's awesome. It's funny you said you're a gymnast. We had uh, Kimberly on the show not too long ago and mm-hmm. she grew up a gymnast and was a gymnast for, you know, however, 15 years or so. And she said like being a gymnast gave her such, so she feels like a leg up in professional wrestling because of, you know, the flexibility, the durability. Do you feel like that helped you as well? Uh, so I only did like a year of gymnastics when I was younger, but I still, like, I'm still pretty flexible, all things considered. Like I can still back bridge. I can still pretty much do the splits. So that helps. I think karate helped me more than anything though, because um, I learned how to strike. I learned how to grapple. I learned how to fall without hurting myself. Like that's where I learned how to bump. I didn't learn how to bump in wrestling. I went into wrestling knowing how to take a bump. That's so important. The safe falls. Absolutely. I mean, Taz always talked about that. I've trained jiu-jitsu for so long. I mean, any good martial artist is able to even take a bump in the street without hurting themselves. So to have that background and not be afraid to give yourself up, I can only imagine how much it helped you for sure. Um, were you a fan of professional wrestling growing up? I was. I, um, I used to watch with my brother. My brother's 10 years older than me. So instead of hiring a babysitter, my parents would just stick me with him. <laughs> and uh, he'd watch wrestling. So I'd watch because of that. I'd watch wrestling, too. Awesome. Now, uh, there's a question that every, I mean, Joe and I have had probably a hundred people on this podcast. And there's a question that we ask everybody. And I finally think, I hope at least I found somebody that's on my side. This question divides this podcast right down the middle <laughs> all time. Joe is team Shawn Michaels. I am team Bret Hart. Alexia, I need help. Where do you stand? I'm team Shawn Michaels. What? <laughs> You're Canadian. I for sure thought. You would have been on my side. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just more Sean. I like Sean better. It's, I, uh, I think he's smaller. It's, it's a whole thing. I'm tiny. I can, I can do more of the things that he does and that more of that style. And that appeals to me. So it's something I'm capable of. Whereas Brett, I'm not technically gifted at all. So <laughs> I can watch and think like he's great, but like, I can't relate to that at all. And I guess that's why Sean's my favorite. <laughs> I am devastated right now because right before the podcast, Joe's like, I think you're going to have one. I mean, it's only been me and Solo Darling and I think Retro Anthony Green, the only people. And everybody else that we've ever talked to was like, oh, Sean, 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 Sean. I I just wanted one, but that's fine. (laughs) Two and and 50. That's okay. So, I mean, (laughs) growing up, you said your brother was a wrestling fan. How about your brother? Was he – I mean – were you influenced by the Hart family at all? I mean, I know I've heard stories that the Hart family is like literally legendary status in Canada. Did that trickle down to you or were you like a little bit past that age wise? Uh, they know they were definitely legendary status. Uh, I'm, I think I'm a little past it age wise just cause like I was born late nineties. So it was like, I think Montreal screwed out happened in 98. Right. Okay. Yeah. Is that right? That was 90, yeah. uh, November 97. Yep. 97 so it was starting to like not be as they still are a huge deal but not as much um but with him like if you ask him Brett's his favorite so well i'm i'm taking that you know what i will take it (laughs) you're taking that (laughs) yeah i'll take that as a win for me so i mean you said 
uh, late nineties, early two thousand. So you watch wrestling growing up. Who who were you? Some of your favorites? You kind of modeled yourself after. Um, Undertaker, Stone Cold, Mankind, uh, Sting was a favorite. Um, I don't know if I've really modeled myself after any of them, but growing up, those were my favorites. Women's wise, Trish, Molly Holly, Mickey James. And all of them, especially Mickey James, still to this day, um, you know, a fantastic wrestler in her own right. And I kind of wish we could see uh, a little bit more of her on uh, on SmackDown. But yeah, Trish, absolutely. I would uh, agree with that. Now, yourself, you've been wrestling since 2013. Your first year wrestling, I mean, you had matches against uh, Tessa Blanchard, Ricky Shane Page, uh, Cherry Bomb, uh, now known as Allie. Not many professional wrestlers get that sort of opportunity that early in the, uh, you know, in their career, how did, you know, wrestling those established names benefit you? Well, at the time, none of them were really, I mean, some of them were established. Like I think Ricky was starting to be pretty established. Um, Allie was starting to get there, but uh, Tessa was not. I wrestled Tessa very early on in her career. And it's, it's actually pretty cool to see how far she's come and like how much she's grown and how good she's gotten in such a short amount of time too. Like she, I think the first match I saw her, she's, she was still good for how new she was. Like, I don't think she was in it for even a year at that time. Wow. And she's just gotten so great since then. I mean, I literally runs in the family. So, and it's funny now yeah. you guys are part of, uh, both part of impact wrestling. So how did you, you know, you debuted earlier this year in impact wrestling. How did that come about? Um, so I literally just got a message from Scott DeMora saying, Hey, do you want to come down to Windsor? Uh, we might have something for you. And I was a, uh, an undead bridesmaid that time. And then the following set of tapings that were in Toronto, he said, hey, uh, we have, it was Rebel on the Sunday, and then there was TV tapings on Monday. He's like, you know what, come down for the pay-per-view, and then you know, we'll talk and see if there's anything Monday. So I came down for the pay-per-view, and then Tommy Dreamer let me know Monday that I would be wrestling Jordan Grace. And then ever since, it's just been basically the same thing. Like, hey, we're going to be here. Come on down. And something always comes up, so... Gotcha. So, as far as the Impact deals, they're not they're not exclusive deals. I've heard. I know Joey Ryan had just signed with Impact Wrestling, and he said it's not he's exclusive to Impact, but he could still wrestle independent dates, and they don't interfere. Is that kind of how they all work? Yeah, that's pretty much how everyone works. Gotcha. I mean, I, uh, I'm not actually signed to anything, but um, as far as I know, it's pretty much how it is across the board. You can do all your indie dates, but Impact obviously comes first. Yeah. And right now is, I think, probably the best time in the com- recently in the company's history to be a part of Impact Wrestling. The talent roster over there is, you know, it, it's so deep. And the men's women, the women's division, there, there's so much talent. And now with the, um, the, the changing of the channels, they're going to be more widely available to people. And Impact is also free on Twitch. I mean, there's so many different avenues for people to consume professional wrestling. I can only imagine how positive the the entire company feels right now. I, it is one of my favorite places to be. Like, I love being backstage, getting to hang out with everybody. I get along with almost everyone there. Um, it's, and it's, yeah, like it's, it's pretty, it's very accessible. You can watch it almost anywhere. And the talent is just so like, it's just, everyone's just so talented. It's really great. And everyone's just having great matches consistently. Like it's a really good place to work. And like a lot of creative ideas too. And a lot of like progressive thinking, like oh, intergender is normal, um, and like the entire like the pay per view, found for glory. Like how many things were so like 
were just like good match after good match after good match. Like it was just a really fun thing to watch. Yeah, it's become a consistent show, and I think that's what a lot of uh, a lot of the other promotions really don't have is consistency. No disrespect to Raw or SmackDown, but if you sit there for three hours or two hours, you're really not going to get consistent professional wrestling matches throughout. And with Impact, because that roster is so deep and the creative has changed, I really feel like it's an easy show to sit through and watch. And maybe a lot of the other quote unquote, um, you know, big name companies, it's not as easy. So kudos to Impact because I mean they're. There was a couple of years there where, as a fan, you know, I've I've always watched Impact, and I was like, oh man, you know, they're really not going in the right direction. The crowds were down, but now, I mean, the crowds are up, the pay per views, the creative. I, I think it's such an exciting time to not only be a fan of Impact, but I guess to be a fan of you know the entire professional wrestling genre with as many options as you as a talent and the talents have right now. I really think the sky's the limit, especially for Impact. Yeah, I. Uh, um, there's sorry, the best part about being an independent talent right now is that there's. there's so many options yeah i mean speaking of so many options uh i'm a huge fan of progress wrestling so i saw it was uh progress versus smash you had uh, a heck of a match with jordan grace were you familiar with progress at all did you follow them or was that just I, kind of a perfect storm i followed them um i wasn't originally booked on the show that was very like that was the week of that i got asked to be a part of that show um so it was very like shocking when not only did they say, hey, can you be a part of this, but it's also a uh, Progress Women's title match. <laughs> yeah, uh, no pressure. And it wasn't the longest match, but I mean, for what you guys did with that amount of time and the crowd, I mean, the, especially having the Progress commentators on there, I think it, it really added to it. But it was it was such a good display for both of you. And fast forward however many months, you guys are doing it again under a different banner in Impact Wrestling. Yeah, uh, I think Impact, is, Impact Wrestling Jordan was first, then Progress. And then we okay. teamed fall like a couple months later, yeah. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's kind of nuts to think about. And it's so, I mean, it's such a weird time, like we said, because now Progress kind of has a deal with the WWE. You were just on the Progress show, and now on Impact Wrestling. I mean, there's so much cross promotion. A couple of years ago, I mean, it almost would seem like these things were uh, were impossible. Is there any? organization that you haven't worked with yet that you know you might like to you like the atmosphere over there you like the talent is there anybody else out there you're looking to work with uh definitely aew i haven't worked there i've worked with a couple people there but i've never actually i have no contact with the company um also nwa i um current the current champion there is allison k and we had some really great matches i really like working with her so that would be cool to do we just did a whole show on the NWA. I absolutely love NWA Power. Um, I think it's such a cool throwback to the um, the mid '80s wrestling. And as far as Allison K, I mean, AK has been on our show too. She is an amazing champion, and she's also the Shine champion. I don't know if you follow Shine at all. Um, we would love to see you in Shine. They they're very uh, local Northeast promotion. AK is the champion over there. A lot of talent. So. That's another company I really think as far as, um, you know, a lot of, and it seems like a lot of the Shine talents getting signed to the WWE as well. Like Shotzi Blackheart just got signed to NXT. So there's just so much talent everywhere. And I know you wrestled another one of our favorites here. I have to ask you a question about that because you wrestled solo, darling. I need to know, was it intimidating staring across the ring from Officer Magnum? Oh my God, it was so intimidating. I <laughs> I walked in the building and he immediately came to sniff me and I thought something was wrong. <laughs> that I had done something wrong and that he was going to come at me. I didn't know what. Um, <laughs> uh, he was, no, he was such a sweet, he's such a sweet boy. Um, but that match was 
again, that was a very last minute. Um, I was a replacement for someone and it just ended, ended up working out so well. Yeah, I believe there was a please come back chant at the end of it too. So, so and when you get that from the beyond crowd, I mean, you've definitely uh, done something right. That's for sure. And that was, you know, just another great. And you said you're not a very technical wrestler. I might take you to task over that because that match was so little darling. That was quite the technical standoff. I'm glad you think that. That was <laughs> that was just me being like we had gotten there. I think an hour before the show, so that was just me kind of putting out whatever I could into that. I don't even know how long the match was. Was it 10 minutes? Maybe. I don't know. I just tried to put everything out there as, as, uh, as much as I could and show what I could do. Gotcha. So you were a replacement there. You were a replacement of progress. How does that go as far as being a replacement? Like, are you, you know, did you just happen to already be in town or was that something where you got the call a couple days before and you're like, okay, I got to be there. I got to go. I think I got the call a week before. Okay. And I just, uh, yeah, I told my boss, I'm like, yeah, I can't come in uh, next week. So just so you know. And yeah. <laughs> He was fine. Got somewhere to be, you know, that, that's awesome. So what do we have coming up? What is there, uh, as far as next week and the weekend after, what do you have booked? What can we look forward to? So next weekend, I'm pretty local for the rest of the year. Um, next weekend, sorry, I'm just checking now. Um, what is next weekend? Next weekend is the first and second of November. Okay. I have, I'm in Barry wrestling. And then the week after that, I'm in at crossbody. Um, I, I'm also at Border Town for wrestling at the end of the month. These are all in Ontario. Um, I will be going to Winnipeg for the first time in December, so that's kind of exciting. In December, that's probably going to be a a cold venture, I would assume, that time of year. Hopefully, I mean, thankfully it's a flight, so I don't have to drive anything. Oh, Um, oh, perfect. But yes, it's going to be very cold, yeah. Okay, awesome. Now, as far as social media, where can everybody keep up with you so we know when... You know, you're going to get another call to fill in for a title match. Where can we find you on all over social media? Uh, you can find me at Alexia Nicole. It's A-L-E-X-X-I-A-A Nicole. Um, it's two X's and two A's. It's not actually spelled that way. They're just The handle was taken normally, so I did it that way. So please stop spelling my name that way, everybody. Um, but yeah, Twitter, Instagram, on Facebook. If you search Alexia Nicole, you'll find a fan page. And I think that's it. Yeah, that's all I got. Well, we appreciate your time, and we're going to make sure to get the uh, at AE Wrestling, at AEW. Uh, you know, we're going to send him some tweets. We're going to send him some highlight videos. <laughs> Hopefully, I know you said you want to work there. Maybe we'd love to see you there, and especially on NWA. I mean, you wrestle with Allison K. I know Ashley Vox is in uh, NWA as well. Such great talent. And in front of Studio Wrestling, I mean, it, it's that, you know, it's the perfect time to make a name there. So we wish you nothing but the best. We look forward to catching up with you soon. And everybody, Twitter, social media, Facebook, find out what's going on. And, Alexi, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. Take care. Have a good day. You too. Bye.